It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Dallas Stars 6-1. to Sweep the dad's trip. Sweep the season series against Dallas. And Vegas now 18-5-5. 41 points on the year. First team in the National Hockey League to eclipse 40 points so far this season. To help us break this one down, we go back up to the radio booth. Bring in Dan Duva. And you know what, Dan? I, I joked with Darren Elliott in the pregame show that we should just pencil in overtime. Certainly not the case <laughs> in this game today. Did you see it coming? No. I mean, just remember, Ryan, as we have pointed <laughs> out, like, not only do these games seem to go to overtime, they're almost always decided by a goal. And Jake Ottinger had never suffered a regulation loss in the regular season to the Knights. Mm -hmm. 4-0-2. Including, of course, twice this year, you see the the play of the Knights against the Stars has been good, but it's always been close. So this is the first regulation loss in the regular season for Jake Ottinger against the Knights, and the Knights scored six against him. Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe Scott Wedgwood needs to play a few games here. Uh, It has been tough sledding for Jake Ottinger uh, in the last uh, little bit here with six goals, four goals, and five goals, his last three all losses. Yeah, not very characteristic of Jake Ottinger, but for the Golden Knights, it's the second consecutive game in which they have been able to put six goals on the board. Uh, we know that, you know, in the later stages of November, goals were a bit harder to come by, certainly for the Golden Knights. What's led to the increase in productivity? Yeah, it's a great question because Brett Howden told us on the pregame show that they started out 11-0-1, but maybe were not finding their game. They were getting pucks to go. Then... They were sort of muddling through, win one, lose one. They never really had any bad, bad, bad games, but they just weren't getting pucks to go in despite getting chances, such as the nature of an 82-game season. So now it's kind of come together where they are playing well and the puck is going in, right? It's sort of these sort of 12-game stretches, and now we're into that third stretch, if you break it into pieces like that, where now, as you point out, having scored all these goals of late, with the one exception of being that 2-1 to one game that was the overtime loss uh, recently. So you, you, you're looking to, uh, yeah, that's the game against St. Louis I'm speaking of. Yeah. The shootout loss in Edmonton, they scored four. Beat Vancouver 4-1. to one. Beat Washington 4-1. to one. Then the overtime loss to the Blues only scored the one goal, but then scored six in St. Louis and six here today. So, you know, whatever the numbers look like in terms of goals per game, the Knights are very quickly going to move up that list. You know, they've played 28 games. Only the Blue Jackets have played more, 29. There's a few teams tied at 28 games played. So they have played a lot of games. The raw numbers are impressive. And what it looks like is the other teams catch up in games played. Well, you'd rather get these games out of the way early. You'd rather have rest later on mm-hmm. rather than at this stage. So it seems to me that the Knights are finding their game they uh, seem to have had a dense schedule, as Gary detailed a few times tonight. But they keep finding ways to win, banking points. And there's something to be said for staying in a rhythm when you're winning. If they were playing all these games and they were struggling, you would just be desperate for that stretch to come to an end. But uh, it seems to me that things are going pretty well right now, even though they're missing a few guys. You know... I think the question's asked often, right? Like, why are the Golden Knights so good on these dad's trips? And more often than not, the guy's response is, I don't know. 
and, and then you, yeah. you just kind of get into that <laughs> that that kind of idea of of why you think a, a trend might develop in these situations. You you've got kind of a, a larger overall view of it. Hazard a guess as to why the Golden Knights have been so good on these dad's trips. I think there's an identity element to this in that we think of the Golden Knights' original group. Mm -hmm. And remember Gerard Gallant talking about how that dad's trip in 2017 really was a turning point, Dallas and Nashville, and how that when the Knights came out of that into a really treacherous month of December, they played some of their best hockey. Marc-Andre Fleury came back. They had that incredible game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Theodore scored in the final seconds. And then the big win against the Kings right after Christmas. December was just an incredible month. But it started with that dad's trip. So I think that the identity from the misfit group mm -hmm. has just continued. And while there are five of those players remaining, it's still a, an identity element that the support of the dads, the expectation to play well in front of the dads, um, the, the whole thing. Um, even to the point that we talked about, Shea Theodore is injured he is not with the team yeah but his dad is here <laughs> you know? i mean it's like that pretty much tells you everything i mean th there's a, and of course he's one of the originals he's not going to miss one if he doesn't have to miss one so it, it's a group of guys that only gets to see each other all together at once it's almost like a reunion of sorts yeah uh, sure these guys are going to be visiting las vegas to see their sons play but not all at the same time and they're not going to get together with all the other dads necessarily um, so, you get the idea. The, the, the dads come to visit Las Vegas and see their sons and their families, but the dads get to spend time on the road like their sons do, right? You get away from home, get to sleep, you know, the kids aren't waking you up early in the morning, things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And the dads get to see that routine of what their sons go through while on the road. And then uh, that quality time, you know, it's just neat to see. And I, I think it's just gone year to year, the appreciation for uh, each other, uh, for the organization, and, of course, for their sons. Logan Thompson, uh, another game with the run support he had been looking for, uh, you know, at least three, four games ago. Uh, you look at his numbers, they're even better to start this season than they were last year when Logan was an all-star through the first half of the year. What's impressed you most about Logan's game this season? He seems to settle in quickly, and mm -hmm. that's been, I think, hard at times because it was in one game, out the next game, when you've got a rotation. Sure, it's a great idea in principle, but you know that it's extremely unlikely for a team to go through a whole year with just rotating goalies and you know, someone is going to miss a game here or a handful there and sometimes worse. So Logan gets a stretch of playing every game. You don't have to worry about you know, proving yourself. He's going to be the guy. Again, tomorrow, because it's back-to-back -back and because Logan has played all of his hockey, you get Yuri Patera a game, I would guess. I don't know that. That's just a guess. Yuri is 2-0, and by the way, in his Golden Knights career. So uh, we'll see. But it seems to me that when you can get comfortable, get settled in, you get to your game quicker, and obviously the run support helps, as you point out. There have been some of those games where you thought, boy, if the Knights could just score a goal or two, and, you know, that's just unfortunate timing for Logan. But now when you stay in the lineup... <laughs> this team and these players are going to score some goals you know uh, on a somewhat regular basis and if you're playing more often it's more likely you're going to get the run support just again based on the timing that's part of it and i think that you get a couple wins under your belt that helps too it, just like we talked about with the, the guys who hadn't scored a goal in a long time i don't think it's a coincidence that more than one player got the monkey off the back today all right, Dan, any final thoughts on this one before, before we turn our attention to tomorrow night and the San Jose Sharks? Well, next time we come to Dallas, it'll either be the postseason or it'll be next year. 
Maybe the Mike Madano statue outside American Airlines Center will be ready. That will be cool. It's always a great place to visit. It's amazing that we've been in a Vegas versus Dallas situation 12 times this year, six regular season and six playoff games. And it'll be weird to go a while without seeing the Stars. <laughs> Usually makes for a very entertaining and close game. Today happened to be a lopsided game, but that's a rarity. And now we'll see if the Sharks, who have been scoring goals like no other in their last few games all out east, will continue that, or if the Knights will continue their impressive play as they head back to T-Mobile Arena. And by the way, a number of the dads, from what I understand, will be in attendance for the game tomorrow as well. You're not going to bail all of a sudden <laughs> after, after this. So uh, I look forward to seeing how the Knights come out tomorrow and what tweaks, if any, Vegas makes to its lineup. All right, great stuff as always, Dan. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll chat tomorrow. Thanks, Ryan. Bye-bye. That's the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 6-1 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights over the Dallas Stars. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu-priced pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS at PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. You know, sometimes you get fortunate in the schedule, right? Let's face it, they, they that was their fourth game this week. They were on the road in Florida and come back home, and and we had actually had a couple days off, which was good, a good practice yesterday. So, you know, we wanted to get the right start, and we did. So, you know, we checked well not to allow them to get back in the game, and we started well by scoring early and getting an early lead. So I thought that those are the two biggest reasons why we were able to get two points. 11 different goal scorers over the two games. How does it change things for you as a coach when some guys snap those personal droughts? Well, listen, I'm, we're a good team, and we use everybody. We need everybody, but everyone doesn't have to score for us. And uh, But especially if you're a forward, if you go that long, it's going to bother you. I mean, you know, you're, you're going to need to score sooner or later. So... Uh, today was the later, I guess, for Stevie, and, and Paul gets one late, so he's happy about that, and Whitey scores, so a lot of different guys can do it for us. Um, I know what's happened to be the guys tonight that, that I think uh, that really helped us, and, and Nick Wasline again, uh, big goal early, uh, the play to White Cloud, the good breakout, good play through the neutral zone, uh, Nick gets another one late, so a lot of guys so-called so down in the lineup really helped us. Pav, you know, hadn't played in a long time, probably good for him too. What did you like out of his game? Uh, he was good on the walls. His puck play was good. He made good decisions. He found the right space on the ice to handle pucks and make his plays. Defensively, I didn't see much of an issue. They got stuck in the first period in their own end for a while, but honestly, I think they gave up a tip to Pavelski, and that was it. So they, they stayed within the structure, even though you're fatigued, which is not easy to do. Kept it to the outside till they could get a puck back and, and then um, live to fight another day. I know a lot of these dads were on the trip last year as well, but what is it like for you to spend this amount of time with the dads and you know kind of get a different view of where the players come from and what makes them who they are yeah well you know it's interesting because you know at the dinner last night we you know i thanked them for everything they did mostly about raising their their kids right um great group of guys and obviously the parents deserve a lot of credit for that um but it's good to see them having fun um we haven't lost with them around <laughs> in the last two years, so that's usually part of the reason you're having fun is because you're winning and your boys are playing well. So, um, again, another successful trip for them. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. 
Make sure your gift lift list includes some gold this holiday season. Visit one of the Vegas Golden Knights official team stores to stock up on the 2023 Stanley Cup Championship merchandise, winter classic jerseys and apparel, and other VGK goodies available at the Arsenal, at City National Arena, and other locations, plus online at VegasTeamStore.com. It's the VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Dallas Stars 6-1. to Vegas improves to 18-5-5, and 41 points on the year. Next in action tomorrow, 7 o'clock, against the San Jose Sharks. A strong performance, top to bottom, from the Vegas Golden Knights, again on the dad's trip that they sweep for the second time under Bruce Cassidy. Vegas now 9-0-1. Uh, they just continue to be so dominant on that dad's trip. It's hard to kind of... You know, put yourself in, in the shoes of understanding why that happens. But, you know, Bruce Cassidy, you just heard from him as he addressed the media after tonight's game, talking about how much he thanked the dads just for raising solid kids, right? And, and I think there's something to be said about that. The way that the Golden Knights have come together as a team, the way that, that they play for one another, the, the camaraderie that is found inside of that locker room. It's second to none in the National Hockey League. It's a big reason why the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup last season and why they're off to such a phenomenal start early on this year. Take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period, and I mentioned in the pregame that I expected a big game out of Chandler Stevenson, and he delivered just two minutes in with his first goal in 21 games. In the right corner, Stevenson behind the net to Marcheseau. Left goal line, steers it out high. White Cloud shoots, knocked down, a rebound, score! Chandler Stevenson. Rebound goal for the Knights. Chandler with two great looks in that sequence, and the Golden Knights strike first, two and a half minutes into the game. Third goal of the year for Chandler Stevenson from Brett Howden and Zach Whitecloud. 224 of the first period made it one to nothing Vegas. And the Golden Knights continue to press as Zach Whitecloud extended the lead with a transition goal. Three on two across the line. Wad goes left. Carrier yanks it back. Whitecloud shoots. Score! Two points today for Zach Whitecloud. Two nothing Golden Knights. Zach Whitecloud, second of the year from Will Carrier and Nick Waugh. 536 of the first period made it two to nothing Vegas. But the Stars would get one back just past the midway point of the period when Evgeny Dodonov scored on the rebound. On the right wing, a shot save. Rebound, score! Dallas gets on the board. A rebound shot from deep on the left wing in transition. It is Evgeny Dodonov, the former Golden Knight, with his sixth goal of the season. Evgeny Dodonov from Jamie Benn and Yanni Hockenpah. 10.07 of the first period made it 2-1 Vegas. The Golden Knights would strike again in transition as captain Mark Stone scored his eighth of the year. Stone sets up Eichel across the line. Left wing Barbashev. Stone in front shot. Score on the rebound. First try got stopped. Second time gets through. 3-1 Golden Knights. Five minutes to go in the first. Mark Stone delivers his eighth of the season. Mark Stone from Ivan Barbashev and Jack Eichel. 14-58 of the first period made it 3-1 to one Vegas. The Golden Knights would take that two-goal lead into the second period, and both teams knew the importance of the next goal in the game. And Vegas wound up on the right side of it as Mark Stone set up Nick Waugh in the slot. Takeaway. Waugh shoots. He scores! Nicholas Waugh, after eight shots on goal last game, finally gets one to go. Fourth of the season for Nick Waugh. Vegas leads 4-1 in Dallas. Nick Waugh's fourth of the year from Mark Stone. 15-01 of the second period made it 4-1 Vegas. 
Golden Knights would take that 4-1 lead into the third period, and they extended the lead early in the period as William Carlson set up Pavel Dorofiev's second goal of the season. Cotter moves to the middle. He shoots. Wide left. Rebound in front. They score! Pavel Dorofiev off the end boards on a shot by Cotter. Pavel Dorofiev, second of the year from William Carlson and Paul Cotter. Two minutes, 11 seconds into the third period, made it 5-1 to one Vegas. Then Paul Cotter made a great move in tight to score his first goal in 18 games. On the left wall, Carlson is tackled. Collision creates a loose puck. Cotter out in front. Cotter fakes. He scores! What a backhand move! Paul Cotter, 6-1 Golden Knights. Fourth of the year for Paul Cotter from Braden McNabb. 9-15 of the third period made it 6-1 Vegas, and all that was left in this game was the final call. They're going to let the clock run out. Logan Thompson lifts his right hand up with the glove on it, signals to his teammates. The clock runs out. This one is in the books. Final score, Vegas 6, Dallas 1. It's another father's trip sweep for the Vegas Golden Knights. 6-1 to one, the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Dallas Stars. Vegas improves to 18-5-5 on the year. 41 points. First team to eclipse 40 points in the National Hockey League. And the Golden Knights once again alone at the top of the standings in the National Hockey League, the Western Conference, and the Pacific Division. We're back with more on the postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. It's post postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Dallas Stars 6-1. Vegas now 18-5-5, 41 points on the year. Next in action tomorrow, 7 o'clock, against the San Jose Sharks. Postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital, the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, nothing to really report here on the injury front. We know Michael Amadio did not play in the game today out with a personal reason. Um, so we'll see the status uh, or if Michael Amadio is available tomorrow for the Vegas Golden Knights, but uh, did not go today. Pavel Dorofiev comes in, has a goal. So you like to see that from Dorofiev. And, you know, the Golden Knights continue to play well defensively in spite of the fact that they don't have Alec Martinez or Shea Theodore, and they're missing goaltender Aiden Hill. And yet this team doesn't skip a beat. They just find ways to kind of play their game within their structure to their details. And you know, tonight was, was a, another example of the Golden Knights just kind of going out there and doing what they do. They just played their game. And, you know, it's a really interesting point when you look at some of the top flight teams in the National Hockey League, like the Dallas Stars. When things aren't going well offensively, you know, the Golden Knights can kind of rest on their laurels in terms of how they play defensively, right? Like they don't really have cracks in the armor there. And yet, you know, you look at the Dallas Stars, it's not going well offensively. It's not going well defensively either. And I think that's what kind of sets the Golden Knights apart. That's why they are a championship caliber team. And that's why the Golden Knights are tops in, in the National Hockey League. 
defending a Stanley Cup. Like that, you don't hear of that every day. So many times teams come into the next season and they don't find their footing until game 30, 35, 40. They don't make that push. They don't find, you know, their game, their style, their identity for nearly half a season, and yet the Golden Knights have been as advertised from jump. It's impressive. It really is. We spent a lot of time in the pregame show talking about how impressive it is, but I think we lose sight of it. We take for granted just how good this Vegas Golden Knights team is. You can hit us at the text line right now, 702-876-1340. Don't call in just yet. Take your calls in the extended postgame show, but hit us on the text line right now. The Golden Knights, in their history, on the dad's trip, 9-0-1. They've never lost a game in regulation on the dad's trip. Why do you think that is? Like, there's a lot of different reasons, but hit us on the text line with your explanation as to why the Golden Knights have been so dominant, continue to be so dominant when their dads are in attendance on the road. I think there's a lot of different aspects of this at play. Mainly that this is a close team. Players on the ice... It's different. The room's always been good in Vegas. It was good from the first year when you have an expansion team, a bunch of guys that are in a different spot, and it's a, a, another opportunity to prove themselves in their career. You have to come together. You have to set the, the groundwork for what the culture is going to be. I think the Golden Knights did a great job of that year one. And although the team is different now, although players have come and they have gone that's never been something that's wavered the bedrock of this team is closeness is camaraderie is a willingness to put your body on the line for the guy that sits next to you across from you in the locker room it's why they want a stanley cup and i think you learn that from your parents you learn that growing up playing this game. You understand the sacrifices that are necessary to be made in order to progress to the highest level in this game. You heard Zach Whitecloud talk about it. First intermission walk-off. And it wasn't just about his dad. It was about his mom, too. It was about everybody that helps you get to this stage, to this level. It takes a village. And I think that this team's never lost sight of that. They've grown together inside of it. And that is why when there's an opportunity to play in front of your parents, the people that got you to this point, it's never a wasted opportunity for this hockey club. It's never a wasted opportunity to show them how much they think the sacrifices made to get here. I think that sums it up. The Golden Knights just refuse to lose when the dads are in the building. We'll wrap it up next on the post-game show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Dallas Stars 6-1. to 
Vegas improves to 18-5-5, and 41 points on the year. Next in action tomorrow, 7 o'clock, at home inside T-Mobile Arena against the San Jose Sharks. Today's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar for the Golden Knights. They scored two minutes into the game. Chandler Stevenson, first goal in 21 games. My night to shine. Like, I'm not going to sit here and heap praise upon myself, but I did say Chandler Stevenson would have a big game. I did say that he would break through, that he would score a goal. I did say that I was encouraged by his recent run of play, his willingness to shoot the puck. So you're welcome. Now, that being said, Golden Knights followed it up with a phenomenal first period, take a 3-1 lead into the second period, and, and Jake Ottinger just doesn't look himself and Jake Ottinger looks like the Jake Ottinger you saw in the final half of the postseason where all the minutes kind of caught up with him. So for the Golden Knights, they didn't waste their chances. The transition offense was really dialed in. Hey, you look at the Zach Whitecloud goal, that's a goal in transition. Mark Stone's goal, that's a goal in transition. Uh, and then you get into the third period, and I think for the Golden Knights, it was just about uh, eliminating any idea, any thought that the Dallas Stars might have had that they can make a push in this game. The Golden Knights were better in the third period than they were in the second and even the first. It was a no-doubter, and for the Golden Knights, they haven't had a ton of no-doubters of late. They haven't been able to score at this clip, um, and this is really one of those wins where you look at it and you say, okay, <laughs> the Golden Knights are for real. The Golden Knights are the best team in the National Hockey League until somebody knocks them off that perch, and so far through the first third of the season they have been the best team this year that's going to do it for us here on the vgk post game show extended post game show is next you're listening to the vegas golden knights radio network thanks for listening to the vegas golden knights radio network post game show where the station staying on for more game highlights interviews and your phone calls coming up next at 702-876-1340 good night and thanks for listening to the vegas golden knights radio network It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 6-1 the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Dallas Stars. Vegas 18-5-5, 41 points on the year. First team in the National Hockey League to eclipse 40 points. Sweep another dad's trip. Now 9-0-1 over their history on the dad's trip. Next in action tomorrow, 7 o'clock at home inside T-Mobile Arena against the San Jose Sharks. Four-game homestand for the Vegas Golden Knights. That's got to feel good. After the last stretch of play in which the Golden Knights have been in different time zones, on multiple flights, like... It's a pretty wild stretch of hockey over the last 13 games for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340, that's the number. 702-876-1340, give me a call right now. We're talking about a Golden Knights team that has just managed, I think, to find their game. Like, everything's kind of locked into place here. And I'll use, like, Jack Eichel as a proxy for this. Jack Eichel has been very good all season long. Puck's not going in for him. 
puck's not going in for him. Like, you look at Jack through the first 22 games of the year, you couldn't have gotten less production based on the chances that he was generating. The puck just wasn't going in. And in the last five, six games for Jack Eichel, puck's going in. And all of a sudden, everyone's sitting there saying, oh my goodness, Jack Eichel has raised the level of his game. No, 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 no. Jack Eichel has been awesome all season long. Last six games, the puck's going in for him, but not much has really changed for him. I think the same could be said for the Golden Knights over the last six games, seven games. Now a seven-game point streak for Vegas. You look at you know, the first six or seven games prior to that point streak, Golden Knights played well. Didn't give up much. Just couldn't find victories, couldn't find points, couldn't get it to go for them. And now all of a sudden, Golden Knights are right back to the level that everyone expected them to be at, and they've raised their game. No, the puck's just going in for them. Still great defensively. Overall game is still really strong. Golden Knights' production is catching up to their process. 702-876-1340 is the number. You can give me a call or you can you can hit us on the text line. Same number, 702-876-1340. Let's go out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Wow, how about that? <laughs> you know, as Gary Lawless said, he wouldn't have been the least bit surprised if the score had been reversed this afternoon. Uh, nor would I have been. But the, the way things are going, who knows what any any particular game is going to give us. I, I do not want to meet Dallas for the Campbell Bowl. I just don't. Uh, let's not do that because Hold they're going to be so Hold on. They're going to be angry. Why? Why? <laughs> you're going to be so mad. Mike, the Golden Knights have beaten the Dallas Stars seven out of the last nine games. Yeah, I know. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you afraid of? <laughs> well, I guess better than Colorado. You know, it's, now that you say it, Maybe we would be better off just play them again and let the chips fall where they may. But that's the next time we possibly could play them is what I was getting across there. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, we don't – this is the mark of a real champion mm-hmm. because they, the old saying in the National Football League is any given Sunday, you can't have the Sharks come into our barn and suddenly pull off a David and Goliath. So how do we regroup and make sure that doesn't happen? I, I think you just have to find your game as quickly as possible tomorrow. Like, I, you know, as much as you look at tomorrow as a trap game, I, I think especially if the dads are kind of coming back with the Golden Knights tonight and they're going to be at least mostly in attendance tomorrow, I think that you just treat that as a continuation, as an extension of the dads' trip. And we all know how good the Golden Knights have been in their history against the San Jose Sharks, I don't think that you're going to want to come home uh, and have a, a bad game or or fall victim to the trap. So I just think from a mindset perspective, the Golden Knights are going to be dead set on not having a step back tomorrow. Yeah, let's let's just take care of business and get ready for, and I'm not going to pull a Chapman here, Calgary on Tuesday, and uh-huh. that'll be a much better way to look at things. Let me ask you something because this bothered me in the post game. Uh, we have a dad's trip every year, 9-0-1. Dads are so proud, and rightfully so. Why can't we also have a mom's trip? Why is it only one thing or the other? I couldn't tell you. Okay. That's, that is a, that's a decision that is, is leaps and bounds above where I factor in to <laughs> anything regarding the team. So I l- legitimately, Mike, I couldn't tell you what the reason is for that. I, I don't know. 
I don't think any team does both, but I don't know that either. So just a thought as we went through that and, and the pride that the dads are showing in being undefeated, and rightfully so. This is not a typical Saturday, obviously, uh, at 4.30. We're done with the day. But I really will go on record as saying the King streak ends tonight, not tomorrow. How about you? Uh, oh, boy, that's a good one. Um <laughs> I don't know that the I don't know that the King streak ends. I'm 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 telling you right now. I just I don't know that it ends right now. You mean it all? Uh, I, I I mean not like over 41 games. I just like they're playing well. There's no wow. holes in that team. There no, there isn't. I know, like, but and I don't yeah, for them I don't to win buy, both of those games would be extraordinary. I mean, I hear you, but I don't really buy the the Islanders as kind of the team that that takes that from LA. Maybe that's why it'll happen. And thanks, Mike, for the call. Um, but I think if the if the Kings get to tomorrow's game with the Rangers still undefeated on the road, I think they they continue to win. I think they beat the Rangers tomorrow as well. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. Uh, that was a fun game to watch. Um, I texted in actually before the game yep. uh, and said my nights to shine were Stevenson and Wall because they've yep. both been doing a lot of the right things and it mm-hmm. just wasn't going their way. And I was so happy to see it go their way tonight. Yeah, you uh, you were pretty active on the text line, which is fantastic stuff. Uh, you're right on the money. As much as I want to take credit for Chandler Stevenson, and and it's it's good for me to do that. I got to give you props. You called Chandler Stevenson. You called Nick Waugh. Both guys uh, get off the schneid with with a goal in this game. Like You love to see that, and I think it's important for the Golden Knights moving forward that you've got Nick Waugh and Chandler Stevenson playing with a lot of confidence. Yeah, um, and then Paul Cotter as well, getting getting that monkey off his back. Yep. Um, he, he gets himself down in the dirty areas and is doing the hard work too. So just really glad to see those three get rewarded. Um, and, like, how awesome is it that Zach Whitecloud put two in the net uh, yeah. in front of his dad two, day, two games in a row? Given how much Zach appreciates his journey and knowing, you know, what his parents meant to him getting to this point, I, I don't know that I'm terribly surprised. Uh, who was your player of the game? Who, who, who do you think was – I mean, obviously you had your night to shine, but who yeah. had the most impactful game in your eyes? I That's really hard, honestly, because uh, – it, it, I mean, if it's one person, it has to be everybody, yeah. right? Like, I, I, I don't think that I could pick and say there was one person for me that looked leaps and bounds a better above everybody else. Everybody looked amazing tonight. Yeah, no, it was a great team performance. Stephanie, thanks for the call uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights. They were, they were dominant. It, it was dominant. And you know, as much as I sit here and, and kind of play into the, oh, this one was destined for overtime, it felt like it was going to be different. And, and I didn't get the sense at all that the Golden Knights were going to uh, have a rough go in this game against the Dallas Stars. I'm not terribly surprised, though, that it was a 6-1 victory for Vegas. I just felt like there was something about this team when they turned it on. They're hard to beat. They are dominant, and they turned it on uh, in that second period Wednesday night against St. Louis, and they just never looked back in this game today. Let's go back out of the phone lines. I'm really looking forward to this one. Sasquatch in Singletown. What's going on? Hey, good afternoon, Ryan, and everybody at Fox Sports there in Vegas. I just want to say uh, to Mr. Bill Foley, thanks for putting a great product out and standing behind and funding the team and 
and getting the quality people in management and in mm-hmm. coaching and, of course, on the ice. I want to say Mr. Foley had himself a day today. Not only did the Golden Knights win, but the Black Knights beat the Middies in the Army-Navy game. So mm. sorry about the uh, spoiler alert to anybody that had that DVR, but uh, that was a whale of a game. And Bill Foley, he's riding pretty high today. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. And, you know, Bill Foley, his foray into professional sports, it's been nothing but uh, victories and, and, and wins and championships. So I, I'm right there with you. How did you settle on your name? Uh, that was given to me by a little point guard out of Compton, name of Lee. He said, damn, he's as big as a Sasquatch. And <laughs> 6'11, 225, I guess, uh, you know, I had long hair and a beard. He thought, hey, yeah, that guy does look kind of like Sasquatch. So That's fantastic. Thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, don't be a stranger to this program. The, the amount of times now in the future that I want to say we've got Sasquatch and Singletown on the line, like, let's go every day, every single game. I, I was game. residing in Vegas when the Knights arrived, and uh, after October 1st, uh, we needed somebody to pull that valley together, and they yeah. certainly helped. Awesome stuff. Thanks so much, Sasquatch. Enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, 702-876-1340. That's the number. If you'd like to join us here, be like Sasquatch. Give me a call right now. Give me a call right now. 702-876-1340. Did this game take you by surprise? That's what I want to know. Were you surprised that the Golden Knights were able to put up six on the Dallas Stars and that this one was a no-doubter? 702-876-1340. More of your phone calls next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Dallas Stars 6 to 1. Vegas sweeps the dad's trip, a victory in St. Louis on Wednesday, a victory today in Dallas, and also the Golden Knights sweep the season series against the Dallas Stars, 3-0-0. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340. That's the number if you'd like to join us here. You could also text us a message, a note, at 702-876-1340 as well. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing? Doing great. Um, if there was ever a need for an impromptu dad or mom's trip, it would be for the next road trip around Christmas time, which is going to be a gauntlet. But we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Um, okay. the, it's always great to, I don't know if we've done it before, but to sweep this, the stars in the, in the regular season was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels great, and and to win both of those, win two of those three games, missing two of our top defensemen in uh, the home game, and then the one today is remarkable because because that would you would think that that's a matchup that you don't want to be um, shorthanded for. Yeah, you you would think that, but I you know I, I think for the Golden Knights, like this is one of those scenarios, right, where. Because of the structure and because of how this team plays and because of what Bruce Cassidy's been able to implement specifically on the defensive side, like 
This team just doesn't lose its focus in its own zone. They, they just play so well defensively that with players in or out, they still find ways to win. They, they do play well defensively regardless who's in. You know, but I do give respect to Dallas because they are a good team defensively on their side as well. It's just, uh, I'm just really impressed uh, how they how they got all six points in these three uh, meetings. I mean, I'm not surprised, but it's but it's refreshing to see that. And um, I really hope this this momentum train keeps rolling. These next four home games, I am really greedy and I want eight points, and I want the last two points. Um, to come against the Senators because I have a personal grudge against Brady Kachuk and I'm tired of him celebrating every goal he scores while his team's in last place. It's kind of comical to me. Oh, come on. You can't love Mark Stone and then be mad at Brady Kachuk because he celebrates. I'm not mad that he celebrates. It's funny that like every time I watch a Senators game, they're in, mm. the, they're in last place and and it'll be mop-up duty or empty net, and he, he over-the-top celebrates on it. And it's like when your team gets back in the playoff hunt and, I, and, and there's significant goals, then we can talk. Well, hold on, hold on. Just one more thing. I'm trying to be devil's advocate sure. here. And I'm not a hate on Kachuk, but, the, I, but every the, game I watch, like the team is losing, he scores a goal, and he's doing some type of dancing with the stars like, uh, like shuffle listen, or something. It's, you score a goal in the National Hockey League. I don't care if you are getting pumped eight to nothing. If you score, you can celebrate. <laughs> That's I swear. And then the other thing I'll say, like as much as the Ottawa Senators are in last place, they've only played twenty-one games. Like they've barely yeah. played this season. So uh, listen, we can agree to disagree on Brady Kachuk. That's totally fine. Thanks for the call, Sal. I, I appreciate it. Um, I, I would like to see the Golden Knights rip off. A nice little win streak here. You've got games at home. It's the first time in a while that you can kind of settle into a normal routine. So I'm with you. I, I want to be as greedy as possible as well. Um, and we'll see what ends up happening when the Golden Knights do take on the Ottawa Senators on this homestand. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Harold. Hey, Harold, how you doing? Hi, first-time caller. Uh, love awesome. the show. Uh, Thank you. Love the game. Uh, I, I wonder if Mr. Foley could uh, arrange for the parents to just live here during the season and just come to all the darn games. I think we'd, we'd get, um, was it 82 times 2? Was it 164 points? Mm-hmm. We would never lose. These guys are great. One other thing, um, I was in Disneyland a couple years, uh, months ago, and uh, I met a guy who does the screening at the uh, uh, trams, and he said he knew you. He uh, had some cold night stuff on, and he said you convert him from being, I'm not sure, a Kings fan or a Duck fan mm-hmm. to being a Golden Knights fan. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. So I just want to say uh, greetings from him and greetings from me. And go awesome. night go. That's phenomenal. Thanks so much, Harold, for, uh, for that uh, note. Uh, it's good. My, my good friend Chris, the first friend that I ever made here in Las Vegas. So uh, uh, good to see that Chris uh, takes any opportunity he can to talk about the Golden Knights, especially <laughs> at Disneyland. Uh, which is, I guess, Anaheim Ducks country. Um, don't tell Anaheim that. Okay, take a break. Wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 6-1 the final. The Golden Knights defeat 
the Dallas Stars sweep the season series against Dallas. Vegas also sweeps the Dads trip, a 6-3 victory on Wednesday against the St. Louis Blues and a 6-1 victory today against the Dallas Stars. For the Golden Knights, it was a no-doubter. They put up six goals in back-to-back games. Chandler Stevenson gets a goal, his first in 21 games. Paul Cotter gets a goal, his first in 18 games. Nick Waugh gets a goal, his first in 13 games. Gives you an idea of what kind of day it was for the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, a quick turnaround, back in action tomorrow, 7 o'clock against the San Jose Sharks. That's going to do it for me here on the Extended Post Game Show. Thanks to the engineering duo of Mateo and Andreas. Great job, guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. And thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. Thanks to you, our listeners and our callers and our texters. It is your postgame show. It's not as much fun without your calls and your input. Until tomorrow, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.